Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Cryptic Commander. We are your hosts. I'm John Nosang. I'm MTG Peddler. And I'm Slothy. Proudly sponsored by NorthValleyGames.com, where you can go to NorthValleyGames.com, enter the promo code TCC2021, save 10% off your whole order, and the program where they're buying your singles, they'll give you an extra 10% cash. And I'll tell you what, I want more Jace the Mind Sculptors. So <laughs> they're currently sold. Yeah, they're currently sold out though. So sell your singles; they'll give you more cash. <laughs> sell your singles, could, so John can buy them back. There you go. And partnered with Magic the Gathering Players Group Facebook Group and Cosmic Gaming Community. All right, guys. I think we're going to start right off with uh, card of the week, huh? We we got a lovely card of the week picked out by um, by our Facebook group, right? Or is a uh, Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Facebook group, the Magic the Gathering Players group, it, Facebook group. Yep. There we go. So this week, it's going to be Hall Breacher. And I believe, guys, I believe that we are going to set a record for the length of Card of the Week ever. <laughs> this is going to be the longest Card of the Week segment ever, because I have a lot to set. Oh, I do, but, too. But, but first off, we're going to talk about Hall Breacher in and of itself. So two generic, one blue, creature, merfolk, pirate, coming in at rare. It has flash. If an opponent would draw a card, except the first one they draw in each of their draw steps, instead you create a treasure token. And on a 3-2 body. So let's just talk about Hole Breacher for a second. What do we think about Hole Breacher? It's I mean, good. On paper, it looks good, yeah. It's, an, it's a very, very good card. It's, very, it's, it's strong. I, I wouldn't say it is that strong. Not Ben, were they strong? No. I mean, it's strong, and also, I mean, I, I will be completely honest. I do not know the commander format as well as other people, so uh, I, th I'm going to leave that to Slothy because he is our commander guy. He he knows the utility of this much better than me. So, Slothy, go ahead and talk about Hull Breacher from a commander outlook. For sure. So, Hull Breacher, it, it's a good card in Commander, especially if you're running a lot of uh, wheel effects. Uh, it's very popular in the Kedis and Krom decks and even Thrasios Timna. Um, but I really do not think this is, this is ban-worthy. This card just has no protection. It, this card, it dies to a shock. And if a card with no protection can just die to a shock and its only ability revolves around if an opponent would draw extra cards. I really don't think that it's ban-worthy. Yes, it's a, it's a very, very good card. But in a format that goes back pretty much to the entire span of Magic's history, I really just don't think that this is good enough to be put on that list with cards like um, Flash or... All right. um, let me let me, let me step in for one second and um, bring up subject here. Mm -hmm. Would you put it next to braids? Um. So here's my point. Okay, here's my point, and there's a there's a good reason why you're hesitant to answer that question. In the right deck, hull breacher can shut down a player. It yeah. dies to removal. Yes, but. Uh, the that, same can't be, way. that can't be the answer, Peddler, to... Sure it can! Yeah, how, how, many, how many cards ever printed are Hull Breacher? That answer would be one. 
How many printings of removal in every single color that ma of magic's existence has ever been printed? It's countless. Yeah. It's a creature. Yeah, I do. And not even yeah. just removal. There, there's cards that where a creature's uh, uh, abilities can't be activated. I, I, there, oh. There's so much, so many answers to this card. Yeah, it is I, not breaking anything. No, it, I, I also don't think that it's very fair to compare it to Braids because Hull Breacher is if you would draw extra cards per turn, but Braids is regardless of what happens at the beginning of each player's upkeep, you have to sacrifice something. And so in, the right think, deck, in the right deck, Hull Breacher is Braids. Oh, absolutely. In the right deck, if you're running, like as I said before, like Kedis and Krom, where you're just running an absolute ton of wheels, it is very, very strong. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be a phrase that's said a lot. As Peddler said, it dies to removal. It can be countered. It's not... It's a 3-2 body. It's not particularly strong in and of itself. It's just... It relies too much on other cards in your deck to make it work. That I don't think... Like, if this had, like, say, Hexproof, absolutely ban it. But it doesn't. And also, Commander is that type of format where a card that is not good in any other format. It could be terrible in Modern, it could be terrible in Legacy, it could be a, it could have been a terrible standard card. Commander has ways to, to mold and use the abilities of the entire game. So you can make basically any card really good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you can exploit giant growth in Commander to have it be something absolutely stupid. Yep. I mean, you got a point, you know. Now, my thing is, my, my what what grinds my gears, but what really sticks in my crawl is I, I is not so much the banning because I'm not a commander player. I don't care. I, I have zero. I, I am completely indifferent on the actual banning of Hull Breacher because I don't play. My problem lies in the in the mythology or the the, the, the me methodology is the word I'm looking for. Methodology that wizards use when they're banning a card. Because obviously, Hull Breacher has been on their radar for a while. It's mm -hmm. not just they didn't just wake up and be like, oh my God, we got to ban Hull Breacher. It, it, it's, it's, it's something that's been in their heads for a while. So, I, what, I took, what I did was I took the liberty to look at the most recent eBay sales of extended art foil Hull Breachers, top of the line, cream mm -hmm. of the crop. The week before the banning, there was four people that bought it. And the average sale price is one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. To me, as a consumer and a player, that is not fair to those people at all. Especially no. when Wizards knew at that time a week ago that this card is going to get the axe. I mean, because you have to remember, not every not everyone that plays this game is made of money. A $100 card is a big deal for a lot of people. It's not something you just go out and buy on a whim. Right. So basically what's happening is these people are probably playing in a commander group, you know, and they see someone with Hullbreach and they're like, oh, that's such a cool effect. I want to build a deck around that. So, you know, they, every day or every week they take, you know, they take $20 out of their paycheck. They, they wait five weeks and they buy that $100 card. So it's a little bit more in their price range and it doesn't hurt the wallet as much. But then Wizards the next day, or two days later, after you spend that hundred dollars that you saved five weeks for, says, "Oh, sorry, we're banning." Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that to me is garbage. That absolutely. is absolute garbage on Wizards' part. And to me, 
there's a very easy fix. I don't understand why Wizards doesn't do this. If a card is warping a meta, which I, and again, we talked about, I don't, I don't believe that whole breacher fits that exact, you know, that description. But if a card is breaking a format, they should give us a two week warning, a three week warning, say, hey, you know, we, we're, we're seeing, you know, a lot of uh, play percentage and win percentage or, you know, they, it's just it's uh, this card is getting too much percentage and too many winning decks. We're going to investigate it and see if a ban is coming. Give us some warning before we go and spend a hundred dollars on a card that is now worthless. Yeah, that if, if if you're one of those four people, so I'm sorry, Sloppy. I, I, if you guys can't see me, I'm actually pacing right now. I'm pacing in my house. <laughs> that's how mad I am. Ouch! If, yeah. if you're one of those four people, you literally just lost seventy percent of your of your investment overnight. Yeah, that is crap. Yeah. Okay, continue. Especially for a company that doesn't pay attention to a secondary market. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, sure, they don't pay attention. They, they, they absolutely pay attention to the secondary <laughs> market. <laughs> Why are we paying uh, $400 for a collector's box of Modern Horizons 2 when all those cards cost the same amount to make? Probably even cheaper because they Why already own half the art in there. Why are we doing Secret Lair? <laughs> oh, no, I, no but, 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 hold on, hold on. Secret Lairs make a little more sense, though, because uh-huh. at least that's art unique to that drop. I will give them secret layers. I'm fine with secret layers. And and you're not forced to buy it. I mean, you're not forced to buy anything. But I mean, you don't need to buy the secret layers, besides The Walking Dead, to to have any impact on the game. Like The Walking Dead was an issue because that, you know, is a limited buy and they're functionally unique cards. But but secret layers in of themselves, you know what I mean? Like I like I don't even know the the, the um the uh, Phyrexian ones that's coming out. Yeah. All those cards are available in other format or in other avenues that you don't have to spend the money on the secret layer if you don't want to. Uh, but if you want like a really cool option, you can spend the money on that secret layer. So secret layers, I will give Wizards a pass. Well, in all honesty, though, they've already said too that they're going to release the Walking Dead cards with different names. They're going to they have to. Because yeah. it because it caused such a stank. Yeah, yeah. But but for, for but for something like Modern Horizons two, they own half the art. They don't need to have a team come in to to like figure out like the, what the mechanics are going to be and stuff like that because it's all existing mechanics already. That set probably costs them thirty five percent less to produce, and they're charging twice the amount just because they know the cards will sell on the secondary market. Mm-hmm. And like loop, looping back around to um, to the Hall Breacher, if you're gonna get rid of that, why not Dockside? See, for those of you who don't know, Dockside Extortion is a very, very popular card. I love it. I don't want it to be banned, but I'm gonna try to bring up a point here. Uh, it's when it enters the battlefield, create X treasure tokens where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control. And there are loops with this that just go absolutely insane. And you can create pretty much infinite treasure tokens. Um, you have to pick a number, so... But it can be whatever number you want. But... <laughs> why is Hull Breacher any different? I actually think Dockside is... It's way easier with Dockside to get value. Like, it costs one mana cheaper. Yes, it's only a 1-2 instead of a 3-2. But at the same time, it's cheaper... Um, 
and you can just go crazy with it. And once again, Wizards, if you're listening, don't ban it. I will not be very pleased. <laughs> but, and that, that also circles back to my point that you, like, Commander is the type of format where you can mold any card to be super powerful. It's because you have mm-hmm. such a wide variety of effects that you can link with that card to make it just ridiculous. I, like, like, I, I, I don't understand the banning at all. I don't agree with it. And it's, I especially don't agree with their practices yeah. of banning. To, to, to me, that, that, that I would be so mad if I was one of those four people and I spent $100 on a card and then all of a sudden it's worthless and you really cannot play it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like jump, jumping on with like you saying that Commander is such, like a you can pretty much break any card. As soon as Hullbreacher was down, Notion Thief and Narset loop started happening, which pretty much does the same thing, but with card draw instead of treasure tokens. It's a bit slower, of course. Um, well, it's one extra for both of them. Narset's four. And- yeah. The yeah. Thief's four also. Yeah, Thief's four. Um, but it is very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that just shows that you can pretty much you can pretty much ban whatever whatever the hell you want in Commander, and people are still gonna obviously be upset with it because as a CEDH player myself, I played Hull Breacher in quite a few decks. Okay. Now the first time but- I've ever heard of anybody talk about we should have two different ban lists. Okay, I've been paying. I've been paying attention to the format for one year. Yeah, for one year. Okay, so li- the listeners, if they've known from the beginning, they know they even put together a deck with the help of my friend Joel Michael and stuff. So, I've been paying attention for one year. It's the first time I've heard about, you know, let's have a separate ban list. Now, I talked to Sheldon the other day. I said, Sheldon, you mm-hmm. know, um, I sent him a little DM direct message. I said, you know, ban list, two different ones. Yeah, this gets brought up quite a lot. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. I'll leave you alone on it. I'll leave you alone on it, you know. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on this, guys? See, like with with separate ban lists, that is just, it's not a good idea. Um, I agree with you. I agree at, with you. At one time, like if you got like a EDH and a CEDH ban list, like say for the EDH ban list is for power levels 1 to 8 and then 9 to 10. The power levels based on person is so vastly different. So like I've got, say, a... Well, yeah, your seven's not my seven. Yeah, exactly. Like my seven could yes. be or ten or something like that. And at the same point, if CEDH and EDH have separate band lists, eventually they'll just kind of break off into their own separate formats, mm. and which would make regular EDH kind of form a new CEDH type meta where you're just kind of doing exactly the same thing as CEDH, but with the regular EDH's ban list. So there's really no point in separating it at all. Now, earlier when you heard peddlers say, you know, it's going to be countered or it dies for removal, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when, when we go back to rule zero, yeah, okay, a lot of people are going to have different rule zeros. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've talked about it on the podcast before too, where I look at it as monopoly, you know? Mm-hmm. How do you play free parking, you know? Um, exactly. I think that it's totally going to be up to your play group. When you go to a local game store, you want to talk to the owner or the person running the store. You know, what was, what's the, what are the people like here? You know, what do you guys like to play against, not play against, you know, mm-hmm. proxies are okay and they're not okay. You know, so every play group is going to be different. And when you go to another local game store, that setting is going to be different also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, a lot of it's going to go back to this rule zero. 
Yeah, definitely. And I don't think that gets talked about enough. And yes, there's a lot of content creators out here that are bringing this subject up because this should be something that we all are talking about if we're going to play commander. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I, I definitely think that if you're moving into like, like say you're just going to a shop or you're playing with a new play group, rule zero is a very, very important thing um, because I've got people that I play with that are totally fine with playing like proxies, uh, infinite combos, even banned cards sometimes. Like I was talking to uh, to one of my players and we're still going to play Hellbreacher in that, in that meta. That's totally fine with us. But in other ones, it might not be. And yeah, I do think that rule zero is something that definitely should be talked about, especially if you're in a new environment. Yeah, but still, like, like, like I, I don't feel like that that is a conversation that even needs to be happening, especially with a card like Call Preacher. Right. No. Right. Like, like, like it, it just makes so, for a very not feel good situation for a lot of people. So if they so if they came out and said counterspell, the two blue instant counterspell, banned in commander, and then these same subjects come up, right? Yeah. Should we have separate bed lists? Should we? You know, I'm sorry. Should we have separate ban lists? Should uh, should um, you know all the all these t subjects that come up every time, you know, people are going to disagree with the bans, you know? Yeah. Are we going to see this continuously throughout the years? Oh, yeah, but the thing is, with, but with let's just say, let's just use your example of counterspell. Mm -hmm. There's so many variations of counterspell. We have negate. You have remove soul. It, it, it's drown in there, the lock. Not, there, 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 yeah, drown in the drown in the lock. There, there's not another card that's hull breacher. Yeah, see, hull breacher is a very unique card. There well, are effects that do functionally the same hold thing. On. So, in the same sense, though. Counter spell will counter anything, so negate's going to counter a non-creature spell. You know, there's the, there's, there's other counter spells that counter yeah. everything. What? Drown in the lock. Or drown in the lock counters everything. There you go. If the conditions met, you know, um, so it's almost the same thing with a dual land too. If the conditions met, mana drain. Nothing's going to beat the nothing's going to beat the original um, uh, OG, 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 OG dual lands. Force of will. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, this is this might be a little bit of a hot take. Mm -hmm. Mana drain is better than original counterspell. I agree. No, I, I understand. Like, I understand. So what I'm saying here is, um, you know, they got rid of Swords of Plowshare, Giant Growth, Dark Ritual, uh, Lightning Bolt, and Counterspell in Standard. Right? We don't see any of this anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's the next best thing? Shock. What's the next best thing? You see, it's ain't negate. What's the next best thing? So it's going to cost one more. So in this instance, hull breacher. Okay, so it's gone from the future of magic, right? We all know the future of magic's commander. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to replace it with. Uh, well, what I'm seeing right now is Narset. You know, 100 percent Narset. Narset and Notion Thief. Yep. At first, I saw people were using Notion Thief. Now everybody's just using Narset. You know. But uh, at first, I, I see people using Notion Thief and replacing it with Notion Thief. And then now every deck I see has Narset in it. And that's just me. <laughs> that's just over here, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, we were talking about it, you know, like uh, take out this and put Notion Thief in, you know? And then, and then uh, somebody was like, oh, man, um, Narset. And I think Narset, what just was the ecstatic ability alone, 
is powerful, you know? So anyway. Um, One thing I would like to say about Notion Thief, because I started playing in the Return to Ravnica block, it's nice to see a card that actually has a little bit of value now. Oh, yeah, man. I'm also, I'm also going to add one more thing, too. I think that the whole Breacher ban, it, it's setting a bad precedent Absolutely. For, for what can be banned. I think that's, that, that's, that's going to be a deeper issue later on. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, well, we banned Hall Breacher. We, we can't let this run around, can we? Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like it's going to cause a deeper issue later. Yeah, and I feel, I, honestly, I feel like Hall Breacher is going to be unbanned at some point. Like maybe not anytime soon, but eventually people are going to realize that this card is so, so easy to just get rid of. Like, there's no real reason that it's there in my mind. <laughs> On the ban list, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. I mean, that this is a hot topic, and thank you for joining me on this topic. That was yeah. that was just card of the week. <laughs> yeah, we're, that was. I told you we're going to set a record for card of the week. I guarantee yeah. you. I don't think we've ever talked twenty five minutes card of the week before. Okay. No, I don't think we have. So. This is where we would say that we're going to move on over to top decks, but I was looking at top decks earlier, and there is absolutely no change from last week. Um, I was actually talking to John about this before, but Salty Ultimatum is just going nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the, well the f- yesterday was Friday, so they had uh, releases going on, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, if there's no change next week, I need to uh, tap the computer monitor, you know? Yeah, definitely. So just no top decks this week. That's fine. That's fine. Let's go over to movers and shakers. I'll do movers and shakers this week. Let's start with this this bad puppy right here. Monologue tax, $8 and trending down. Mm-hmm. Mana drain, $49.90. Slowly trending down. Also Very a two blue counter spell. Also a yep. two blue counter spell that targets anything, for the yep. record. I, I did mention this one when we were talking about it. That's right. Uh, I th- oh, yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought you said Mana Leak <laughs> no, for no, some no. reason. <laughs> Mana Leak with the. And they don't pay three or something. Yeah. Four. Yeah, I think it's four. I think it's three. Oh, Ash- you're right. It's three. It is Ashiak, three. Yeah. Ashiak, uh, what was this? Uh, Ashiak Nightmare Weaver, $5.20, slowly trending down. That forty nine ninety mana drain though, I'm just looking at that. It's not it's not trending down fast enough for me. <laughs> That's way that is down though, let me tell you. Uh, mana oh, drain really? was a, that was a hundred dollar hit when Commander Legends first came out. Oh wow. You should look at the, the, the um, extended art foil edition when Commander Legends oh. first came out. Yeah, it was stupid. All right, so number four this week, Arcbound Reclaimer, eight dollars sixty one cents. This is up sixty seven percent. And that's not a small jump. No. Number three, the Book of Exalted Deeds, $35, which is up 151%. This just got printed and released yesterday. Spoiler alert, guys. We're going to talk about this card in a couple minutes here. Get ready for it. Oh, man. And probably the weeks to come, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
Number two this week, Alpine Moon, $5.37, which is up 159%. Last but not least, number one this week, because it's up 287%, not because it's $7.74, but because it's up 287%. Notion Thief. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, everybody's going crazy over that. I guess I guess you know, there's millions of people out there going, uh, well, I gotta get rid of this guy. And I'm, I'm also reading the comments here. The market price for Hull Breacher went from $21 to $6.50. Yes, I saw that too. And I will just say about Notion Thief, I'm very glad that I uh ended up getting like 30 copies of it when Dragon's Maze came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy right here, man. <laughs> I, I will play card draw hate and you will not stop me wizards. And I know that the, um, the Narset's an uncommon for more of the spark. Mm-hmm. And this right here is a rare. Wow. All right. And that is your movers and shakers for this week. All right, peddler. So, so let's circle back to this book of exalted deeds. I know that I woke up one morning this week and I, and I heard Hall breacher was banned. As I was typing out my RIP HB page, you know, my, my letter to rest in peace, HB. Yeah. It came over with a little tickler, like on ESPN. This just in, Exalted Deeds is banned. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> well, first off, let, let's talk about what the card actually is and does yes. before we get into the banning. For, for those who don't sure. know, sure. if you haven't run into this on arena yet that means you haven't played me because i built this deck and it's amazing did you build uh, it the, oh wow oh yeah it, it's incredible it's an incredible <laughs> deck i because guys i can actually feel my opponent's wrath and ire as i'm playing and that just makes me chuckle and have even more fun playing this deck so it's, it's up your it's up your alley with the land thing too right it, yeah. it is up my alley it <laughs> is ahead. up my alley yeah, so the book of exalted deeds it cost three white to put it out so white 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 Legendary artifact, Mythic. At the beginning of your end step, if you gain three or more life this turn, create a 3-3 white angel creature token with flying. That's not really the part that is funny about this card, or broken, I guess you would say. Right. Uh, for, th- for three white mana, you tap it, exile the book, put an enlightened counter on target angel. It gains, you can't lose the game, and your opponents can't win the game. Activate only as a sorcery. And I, I, I'm sure that some several people are like, well, the, the angels die to removal. At least like we were talking about, dies to removal. They, they, they do, but the issue is there's another card that, that completes this combo, which is Faceless Haven. Now, what Faceless Haven does is you can uh, pay three and you can have it become a creature, but, but it's all creature types, so it's also an angel. So you pay your three, your three snow mana to activate Faces Haven, it becomes an angel, and you sacrifice your Book of Exalted Deeds to give this card a token, or the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the what is it, the uh, Enlightened? Is that what it's called? I, I, I already went past it. Put an Enlightened Counter, yeah. And, and like, yes, it's, it's an Enlightened Counter. And then once this card has the Enlightened Counter on it, it becomes a land again. And mm-hmm. unless, you're, uh, unless your opponent activates it again as Faces Haven, it is incredibly difficult in a standard environment 
to, to do any form of interaction with a land because way back in the day, wizards, wizards decided that land destruction is not fun to play against. So they don't make many cards that interact with lands in a meaningful way. Right. Yeah. So this is going to be a problem, especially with the rotation, because we lose one of the biggest pieces of it, which is field of ruin. Yeah. Because field of ruin, it it it. destroys a non-basic. So, and also we also lose uh, a cure beast of the sea guy, which allows you to gain control of target permanent and opponent controls. So you can take their, their land from them. Those are the two cards that interact with this. And there's also one, I think it's uh, uh, Kaldheim, uh, Cleansing Wildfire. That destroys the land, I believe. Yes, it does. One red, one other. So, so those are your three cards right now. And come rotation, two of them are rotating out. Mm-hmm. So unless they have some form of land destruction planned ahead of time in uh, Innistrad, I think that this card's future may be in trouble. Waking the Trolls. Um, what set did that come out in? Waking the Trolls. Oh, uh, Waking the Trolls. Yeah, that came out in uh, Kaldheim. So that is also land destruction, also. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. As, as a that. commander player, I'm not too worried about this because we've got things like Strip Mine, Decimate, Volcanic Offering, uh, Tectonic Edge 2. Mm-hmm. Then if you want to go really, really uh, overboard, Armageddon. Well, the thing about this podcast is we cover all the formats. Exactly. So what, what Peddler's trying to allude here to is in standard, mm-hmm. this yes. is big deal. Now, yeah. I will go ahead and further just ensure the listeners that this is not a ban. And they said that we're not looking at a ban either. Nope, 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 nope. I am interjecting on that comment right sure. there. Sure. The, because the, you are correct. This is, it's not banned in standard. Right. It is only banned in the arena format, uh, standard 2022, which is like what the future standard is going to be. And that is Correct. only in best of one because you cannot sideboard against it. Correct. The actual wording on the uh, press release that Wizard said was, this does not mean this card is going to be bad, banned. They did not say it's not going to be banned. They didn't say it's going to be banned. They right. said th- this does not mean. It is incredibly vague right. and it could swing either way. We got another set coming out. When that set comes out, then the core set rotates. Correct. And that's what I was. Uh, I was under the influence when the D and D set came. No, no, you know, there's, there's a time you have two core sets in standard. Yeah, I forgot about that window. You know, yeah. But 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 the thing it's is, it's not like they can just throw in a land destruction card into Innistrad. Innistrad's already done, printed, and sitting in a warehouse, something waiting for September. Those yeah. cards are ready to go. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and also that the mechanics in it have been were written a year and a half ago. So unless they had some kind of plan for Faceless Haven mm. and some kind of interaction, and, and judging by Wizards' recent history, uh, I don't think they did. I, I I could see this card being a problem in standard. Well, yeah, the future league exists, so we know that they play tested to some degree. We're not sure, you know, to what extent the future league does play test with. Do they just do the set their playtesting with? That's it. Do they play modern? Do they play? You know, you know I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would be nice to get somebody on the show to answer that question, though. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about too here was this combo that's uh, with red and blue. Infinite roll, which, which also shows uh, it's also to my point that Wizards 
doesn't have any clue about how the cards interact with each other. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, infinite rolls. That, 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 that makes me feel that even more probable that there is going to be no answer to Book of Exalted Deeds, Faceless Haven in Innistrad. Continue, John. There probably won't be, man. You know, there probably won't be. Uh, so, yeah, the, there, there is a combo that I was not aware of. And um, you could probably ask anybody. You, I, I don't have anything to prove, right? <laughs> anyway, so uh, I was working with the uh, deck of many things. And I know it's, it's sporadic. You know, you're probably hoping for that 20 to get a creature out of the graveyard if they have one there and then put it into play and then kill it so you win, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, it wasn't coming along the way I wanted to. So I wanted everybody to play test with this deck that I'm building and tell me what's the key piece that I'm missing. I found it. Delina, however you spell it or pronounce it, uh, yeah, that girl is wicked. It's uh, one red and three other legendary creature. And when it attacks, you can pick any creature you want, even herself, and make copy of that creature that's not legendary and attacking. Now, you probably think, well, not, why not do it on herself? You know, just like the Book of Exalted Deeds, it makes an angel. Why not put the counter on that angel, right? Well, what you do is you, you, don't, you don't target her. You target that blue creature, that glimpse pixie or whatever it's called. That one yeah, three. Pixie something. Pixie something. Yeah, it's a 1-3 it's a and flies. And it says on the card that whenever you roll dice, you roll an extra die. And mm-hmm. you only count the highest roll. So with that wording, oh boy, get ready for infinite rolls. And I mean infinite rolls, man. They're just looking for a 15 through 20, and you just keep adding more and more dice. I'm, I'm rolling like 30 dice at a time, and it's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. I use another card to accelerate it. It's called Barbarian. It's that red class, mm-hmm. and the first ability without even leveling it up gives you an extra dice roll you know <laughs> it's, it's like let's go ahead and accelerate this drive start off rolling six or eight or something you know so in theory you're starting off with if you have barbarian class and the other two pieces yeah. of the of the combo yeah. you're already rolling three dice at this at this point one two three yeah at least mm-hmm. so yeah. so the, the, the chances are relatively high you're going to hit 115 plus correct then you target the pixie yep. now you're rolling four dice yeah but the problem lies in where Delina's ability is not a May ability. Well, it is so now. It is it, now. But, but as the card right. was written, correct. it was not a May ability. That's so correct. as you roll those three dice that turn into four dice, that turn into five dice, yeah. the, 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 it becomes increasingly unlikely you're not going to roll a 15. Which and so back. you get stuck in this loop where you can just have to keep rolling dice because you can't break out of it because it's not which, a May ability. Which goes back to what you said. If they really did play test with this card mm-hmm. and all these cards in the D&D set so they would know, hey, there's no way they're going to abuse this enter the dungeon mechanic. There's no way they're going to abuse the extra dice rolls. You know, Because I was looking at that blue-green, that Simic creature where it does kind of the same thing too. And I was like, I really don't want to go Simic. You know, I really don't. I'm getting tired of Sultai Ultimatum. I'm getting tired of the Uros and the, you know, come on, guys. I'm just, you know, let me play something other than Simic this go around, you know? I don't want to be forced into Simic. And so uh, I was trying to look for other outlets. And, yeah, this one's the one. I don't know how fast your deck is there, Peddler, but, uh, yeah, turn four, turn five, it's over, man. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You're, you're pretty quick on the white one, though? It's, it's, it's a very solid deck. What, what, turn three, turn four? 
Oh no, I'm not calling him that face, but it's just, you're oh. not killing me. By turn, you're not killing me by turn six. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, I mean, this you can you, 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 you can try, but not. Oh, I see. Because you can't lose the game. Well, no, but I, I have to get to turn six to get that to work. Oh, but but oh. I have no problem getting to turn six. Okay, you probably got enough enchantment kills and removals on that. Well, it's it's a lot of life gain in the deck. So okay. one of so you, you you can beat my face all you want. Sure. But at the same time, I'm still busting out angels to fly and I have blockers. Yeah. I have not run into your deck yet, so I can't say I've, I have a proper experience playing it. It's just one attack phase. You only, you only, once they attack with the red and the blue, it's over. Like As soon as they say, I attack with these, it's pretty much either they whiff, which uh, I would say 86%. I know it's a weird number, guys, but I feel comfortable saying that. 86% of the time, you're going to hit 15 or higher. Also, I hate to tell you, I'm, I'm smart enough to use my glass casket on your pixie. Oh, yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, the, the, I'm, the, I'm smart enough to use, what, what's the one that... Uh, you don't need to work with the glass casket. The apparition? Yeah, the, the portal. No, no the, ap the apparition. I use the apparition that, that uh, exiles... Uh, uh, Skyclave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Skyclave apparition, that's it. I, I use that. I got plenty of answers. You're, you're I, not I, getting there. I got, I got what you're saying. That's what I was saying. You probably got enchantment removal and all the others. The, the, the funny thing is, though, I actually pulled your combo mm -hmm. in my pre-release kit today. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's easy. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I, I did not play it because I got the... Uh, what, what's that one beholder? Xanadu, Zanzibar. Yeah, the blue-black one. The blue-black Zan one. I pulled, Xanathar. Xanathar. That's it. I, I pulled him, and I also pulled uh, YOLO. Yo Yodo? YOLO? YOLO! YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> Volo. Volo, I, yeah. Volo, that's it. I played. I played. I, I ran a true three-color deck with those two, and let me tell you, that is just the most obnoxious pairing. Because with Volo, I every time I play a creature, um, I make a copy of that creature when it's cast, and with the Beholder, I'm playing your creatures off the top of your deck. Yeah. So I can just keep playing your creatures until either I run out of mana or you have a land up next, and I just let you draw your land. Yeah. It's a, it's it's stupid. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. stupid. Yep. Yep. <sighs> All the shenanigans you can do with Magic the Gathering. And that's out of six packs. <laughs> <laughs> I I had two combo, two combos ready to go out of six packs. I am seeing that a limited environment. This is a good set to have fun with if you want to go. This to is an amazing set. Limited. I've drafted yeah. uh, four times on Arena, yeah. and it's a blast. I went to my pre-release today. I had an absolute blast doing sealed. I'm going to go next week for release week because I had that much fun playing sealed with this. This is a great sealed set. I don't yeah. think it's going to have that big of an impact on standard or constructed. It's, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, or, or, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say constructed because I, I don't know modern very well. I don't know commander very well, so I don't want to say that there's. But I, I know standard pretty well, where I don't think that there's going to be much impact in standard. There's right. a couple cards. I agree with Slothy. There's a couple of cards, you know. Uh, in a limited environment, it's totally different than a constructed mm. environment, you know. But um, let, let's go over to Beginner's Corner. You guys ready or no? Um, what's Beginner's I'm, Corner? I'm, I'm ready, but I don't know what Beginner's Corner is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me neither, right? It's always on the whim. So uh, All right. what is constructed? What is limited? Beautiful. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. What's All right. Constructed? So, uh, What's constructed? 
Mommy. <laughs> I'm taking limited. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna just kick the door in. I'm taking limited. All right. Yeah, so I'll, limited, I'll take constructed. So, so when when you when someone says a limited format, that means that the cards you have to use to build a deck is limited by what you can get. Uh, so the two big ways of playing limited is sealed and draft. In sealed, you get six packs. And if it's a pre-release, you get a six packs and you get a pre-release card that you can also use. But that is the only cards that you can build a deck from. So you open up your six packs, you lay them out in front of you, and you build a deck. Yep. That is a limited environment. And basic lands are auto-includes. You do not have to play just the basic lands you open. You can use as many basic lands as you want. But if it's a non-basic land, like an Evolving Wilds, you can't you know, throw seven Evolving Wilds in. You have to, if that's what you open. So basic lands are always a free card in limited. You can use as many as you want, but then the actual meat and potatoes of your deck is going to be those six packs you open. And the other format in uh, a limited environment is draft. Now draft is different because you have three packs. And what you do is you open up the first pack, you get to pick one card out of it, and then you pass that pack to the person next to you. And the person on your other side passes you their pack with one card taken out. And you build a deck that way. So you kind of have to have an idea of, okay, I, have, I got this card here. So this is the kind of cards I want to look for. These are the colors I'm in. And then you open up a bomb in, in your third pack. And you're like, oh, my God, now what am I going to do? Because it's not my colors. So I got to splash for this. It's so so it, that is limited in a way that you only have access to the pack that's in your hand at the moment. You can only choose one card at a time. And if you're looking at a basic land, just keep in mind, Peddler probably already has that. Peddler does have. I have, I have a full set from Alpha to uh, D and D. Yeah, Peddler. Every basic land in in a release set, I have it. Peddler's got that. <laughs> this is hey, true. Slothy, what's what's constructed? So constructed is very very different from limited. Um, it's you can play with any card that is legal in that particular block. I'll say. So examples of uh, constructed include like standard, modern. Uh, commander um, and basically you can use up to in like standard and modern up to four copies of any card that is legal in the set uh, except for basic lands of course unless it is otherwise specified so I find it much easier to I think we lost Slothy yeah I think so too well I don't find it much easier to lose Slothy. <laughs> but um, let me tap. Yeah, we'll the, give, I'll we'll tap give the monitor. Yeah, I'll tap the monitor. Hold on. Oh, he wants back in or something. I don't know. Uh, he says power went out. He said, "Give him a sec." All right, guys. I'll go ahead and do constructed. Hey, you know what, Peddler? Just do constructed. All right. So constructed. I I, I, I like talking. So yeah, it's, it's like Don Pedro. <laughs> he he knows I like to talk. So so constructed. It, um. It varies from limited in that you first off you can only have four of any card that is legal in whatever format you're playing. So all formats: uh, commander, modern, vintage, pioneer, pauper, standard. They all have a different set of cards that you can that are legal in the format. Like standard has. Uh, X number of sets and they rotate every year. So like, you know, when, when this one set drops, these other sets rotate out and they're no longer legal and standard. 
So you can have a maximum of any of four of any card, not basic lands. You can have as many basic lands as you want. So there, that's like one of the only similarities mm-hmm. to limited that you can have as many basic lands as you want in the deck. Uh, it has to be depending on the format. They, some some of them have a um, a minimal amount of cards you can have. This is actually one thing I forgot in draft too. So it's a good thing I'm talking about this. Drafting the deck has to be forty cards. Have to have a forty card deck if you're drafting or if you're in sealed. But something like standard, that's a sixty card deck is your minimal. Mm-hmm. And commander is one different because it's not you know you can have up to this many, but as many as you want over commander is one hundred cards. That's it. So you have your commander plus 99 other cards. So, so com- commander is much more stringent on the size of your deck. All decks are the same size. And commander Whereas is, also, in, um, is a singleton, like, look, singleton format. Yeah, singleton format, so you can only have one copy of each card in. And like with standard, there's, like, there's standard decks right now that have like, you know, 80, 90 cards with those uh, Urian control decks. Mm. They, they have a ton of cards in them. They, they have a ton of cards. So it, it, it's it's a lot. It's different from each format, but each format is the same general overview. Where you can have you know x number of cards up to a maximum, up to a, a minimal deck size, and that you make the deck beforehand. You're not making it as part of the event, like stand um, draft and limit uh, draft and sealed. Right. You are putting that deck together as you're actually playing the event. So, part, so the deck building is actually part of the experience. With standard commander, you show up, you open up your deck box, and you go, let's play. So, so it's different in that aspect. But overall, that is the two differences between what makes something limited and what makes something constructed. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode, man. Is there anything else uh, we should let them know before we let them go? Um, no, I don't think so. I think, uh, I, everyone that like, go have some fun. I know we're finally getting to, it's depending on what region you're in and where you're listening. We're starting to ease up on restrictions from what's going on in the world. So get out there and play some magic. It, right. Let me tell you, I, I, I went to, like I was mentioning earlier, I, I went to my pre-release today. I had so much fun. I'm going for a release day too. It's, it's been so much fun just to play paper magic again. So get out there and play cards. Yep, I was not able to go yesterday or today. I wanted to go today so bad, I almost called the podcast off. <laughs> but uh, I get to go tomorrow, though, so I'm looking forward to doing that. And uh, like Peddler said, man, you know, if you guys are able to get out there safely, then do it. You know, uh, we we just say go have fun, man. It's it's been a long time coming. I know I'm excited, and um, you know, stay safe. That's the most important thing. You know, Absolutely, above all. Absolutely. And Slothy couldn't finish the last few seconds of the podcast. He said he was so sorry. Yeah, he, he, had, a, he, had, a, he had a power outage. It wasn't that he wasn't having fun talking to you guys. He, 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 his power went out. Yeah. So yeah. he lost his Wi-Fi. So we lost Slothy for this last, what, like four minutes that we've been talking here? Yeah, no big deal, you know. But um, all right, well, that's going to do it. And, you know, stay tuned next week. We'll have another special guest with us. And until next time, keep spell slinging.